0: And now, WBSM's big gun, Tim Weisberg.
1: And good morning. Welcome into the program. Happy Wednesday to you. And a little bit later on in the program, we'll be joined as we are each Wednesday by New Bedford Mayor John Mitchell for Midweek with the Mayor. And we will be talking about all kinds of things going on in the city. We'll even see if we can get a little preview of next week's State of the City address. which So the mayor won't be with us next Wednesday because the State of the City is next Wednesday. But you'll still hear him because we're going to be carrying that live here on WBSM. Uh, it'll just happen during Barry show because of the timing of when Mayor Mitchell will actually get up and, and give his speech. There's a luncheon and then after that's over with, and the mayor takes to the podium and gives his speech, and uh, we'll make sure that we carry that live for us. It'll be coming next Wednesday, but he'll be here with us later on this morning to uh, talk with us about some things and to take your phone calls, which we will do throughout the program at 508-996-0500. So check that out. Uh, you know, Keep that number handy. Keep that plugged into your phone. Put us on your phone's contacts. So that you can call in anytime that you want to. But if you don't want to do that, remember, you can always open up the WBSM app and hit the call us button. And that will dial directly into the studio. So if you don't remember the number or you didn't put it in your phone, you can just use the app to call us. Makes it nice and easy. And then also, that's how you can stream us, hear our podcasts, get our breaking news alerts, live traffic and weather. Programming alerts, all kinds of things. And it's all brought to you by South Coast Towing. And speaking of the app, if you open it up right there, the first button you'll see in the middle is Win Willie Ticks. And if you go to WBSM.com, you'll see right at the top of the page, Win Willie Nelson tickets. And we will draw another winner later on today for a pair of tickets to see Willie Nelson and the Outlaw Music Festival, September 16th at the Xfinity Center in Mansfield, It is brought to us by our friends at Live Nation. It is a win-it-before-you-can-buy-it week here on the program. So you can win those Willie Nelson tickets before they even go on sale to the public, which will happen Friday morning at 10 a.m. at livenation.com. And there is a link to purchase tickets in the story at wbsm.com. But there's also a little box there where you enter in your information, and then that puts you into our system, and then we draw our name later on in the show, and we'll announce who the winner is. At some point this morning, I don't want to give you too much of a exact time to tune in because then you might tune out, not listen to me anymore. Because you only care about the Willie tickets. You don't even care about me. You just care about Willie Nelson, and rightly so. He is a music legend. He turns ninety uh, next week. Ne- I keep saying next week, but it's I think it's this weekend. I think it's the 29th. So that would be what Saturday. Willie Nelson's birthday is April 29th. Yeah, so Saturday. He'll be 90 years old. So what a way to celebrate by winning some free Willie Nelson tickets this week on the program. So again, you can enter at WBSM.com or on the app. So, So many mornings we have to start off talking about things that might get people upset. Things that might get people's blood pressure up things that will certainly get people calling in and yelling at me. Maybe we'll get me yelling at people. So it's many days that we have to start that way. So today I want to start off with a nice story and something that I think shows that there is still good in the world. I know. I know that there always is, but sometimes it's good to remind ourselves of that. And we get little moments of it here and there. We get stories of it, and, of course, we here at WBSM and at Fun 107 because some of the stories that we, we put on WBSM is, are written by our friends and coworkers over at Fun 107. But we try to find those stories in the community and bring them to you just because we know it might lighten up your day a little bit. And let's face it, when you go to WBSM.com and you're reading our stories, you can, you can kind of get pretty down sometimes. Because there's things like, you know, fatal fires, fatal car crashes, stories like the poor boy in in, in Wareham that was struck by a car while riding his bike. There's all these stories that you hear and read that you say to yourself, oh, just need a little positivity today. And so we try to find those stories for you. Now, some people, you know, mock us for some of the things that we write in the comments section. Oh, is this really news? Oh, uh, WBSM reaching for story ideas again. Well, those are just miserable people who are only going to complain anyway. They're just mad that there isn't some sort of, you know, Joe Biden story that they can make some smarmy comment on or something about illegal immigration that they can, you know, push their rhetoric on. I think a majority of you like having that respite from the news that bogs you down. You like having that respite by having a positive story. And so I'm I'm always on the lookout for them. I mean, people love when Phil brings those things to the airwaves, right? So why wouldn't we want to have some of those on our on our website? So I'm always I'm always looking for those to try to bring them to you because you never know where they can be found. And sometimes it can be something simple, and sometimes it can be something profound. And in this case, something simple really was profound. There was a woman who, she's in a Facebook group. There's a Facebook group called Onset Massachusetts, and it's a group in which residents, you know, converse about different things. Uh, They'll start complaining about how there won't be 4th of July fireworks because they're going to save it for the Harvest Moon Festival. Uh, There'll be uh, people talking about what, what business is going into here and Uh, What about the road work they're doing over there and all that stuff? You know, typical town Facebook stuff. But you also get a sense in some of these groups, and I'm in a lot of them across the South Coast because I disseminate news and keep, keep an eye out for news. So you encounter a lot of these groups that are pretty much the same. In terms of the way people interact with each other. But you, you start to realize that there still is a sense of community in a lot of places. And Onset is certainly one of those places. And if you're not familiar with Onset, I, I know there's some, some listeners that might not know. It is a village within Wareham. So it, it has its own zip code. It has its own fire department. It has its own water district which by all rights kind of makes it its own separate town, but it's a village unto Wareham. It is governed by the Wareham Board of Selectmen. Seaside Village started off as a uh, spiritualist community back during the 1850s, 60s, 70s. And now it's, you know, one of the most beautiful places around. And there are some beautiful people there as well. Because a woman posted in that group. Uh, she posted under the name uh, Hilda Hanks. And I don't know that that's her real name. I didn't ask. People often use a nom de plume when they're in some of these groups. I did ask her for permission to share her story, which she granted me. But I didn't get into the to the details of it with her. But she posted in in the group. In Facebook group that she's looking for beach parking for her and her disabled son that every morning in the summertime when it's a nice warm sunny day and she wants to bring him to the beach she goes to the beach and there's no parking to be found not just handicapped spaces no parking anywhere which is if you've ever gone down to Onset beach that's the truth people get there first thing in the morning they get the parking spaces and they stay there all day because you can go to the beach, you can get out of the water, you can go over to Mark Anthony's or uh, the Pier View or some of those other restaurants right there. And you, there's um, there's one right on the pier that, I, that the name escapes me right now. But you can you can go to any one of those places and get lunch, then go back to the beach, stay in the water all day. Heck, you can go to another one of those places and have dinner, and still hang around. And you can. Do different things at Onset. All centrally located with the parking that's near the beach. So people don't give up those spaces easily. And she says she tries to go weekdays when it's nice out between 11 and 4. And if you're trying to get a parking spot at Onset Beach at 11 a.m., you're too late by about three hours at least. So she posted in the group hoping... That somebody would be willing within a couple of blocks radius of the beach, she was hoping somebody would be willing to let her park in their driveway and she was willing to pay them fifty dollars a day to park there. Which is more than what the spaces would cost. And in fact, you know, if she could get a handicapped parking space, I don't I don't know if they're charged. She can't get anywhere. She she said she doesn't even need to have a handicapped space, but that, you know, those are taken too. And that's not surprising because Onset Onset Beach and the Wareham Department of Natural Resources has put an emphasis on trying to help disabled people utilize that beach. They bought two beach wheelchairs, which are these, you know, big, tired, gets-over-the-sand wheelchairs, And then another resident donated a third. So they have three beach wheelchairs down there for people to use. And I know that they were looking into getting the mats. I don't know if they got them. But they were looking for a couple, I think it was last year, they were looking for $60,000 in Community Preservation Act funds. You know, those things that the New Bedford City Council voted to ask if you want to get rid of. But the, the Wareham CPA money... They were looking for $60,000 of that to buy these Moby mats for three different beaches. I think it was Onset Beach, Little Harbor, and Swifts Beach, if I'm, if I'm remembering correctly, which are probably the three most popular beaches in town. And they would put these Moby mats down to help with traction for people that are in wheelchairs or people pushing strollers or anybody else that has mobility issues to be able to get across the sand. So it's a popular beach with people who need that type of access. So it's not surprising she can't get a parking space. So she put put in this group that she was willing to pay $50 a day to be able to park in somebody's driveway. And I would think, you know, in this day and age, the economy the way that it is, people would look at that and say, oh, here, here's a chance for me to make a little bit of extra money that I could use I'll let her park in my driveway for $50 a day. But instead, what she got was about a dozen people at least. It's it's grown since I took the notes down to write the story. But a dozen people at least giving her the rough idea of where they lived and saying, you know, send me a private message and I'll send you the address. But people giving her an idea of how close they were to the beach and telling them telling her. You can park in my driveway for free. You can park in front of my house for free. In fact, one of the gentlemen said, you know, he has visitor passes because they they ticket people that park on the street unless they have one of these passes. And he said, uh, you know, I will give you the pass. I'll leave it out for you to use. And then just please put it back in my you know mailbox or whatever when you leave. The owner of CVB's, which was a sports bar on Onset Avenue, that permanently closed in October of 2021. He's in the process of trying to find a buyer for the property. And he said, uh, I think he's in the process of, I think it's up for sale. But he told her, you, you're more than welcome to park its Stevie Bees for free while the property is not being used. Just message me your information so I know who you are. So by the way, anybody else that thinks they can just park there, he, he's... And, and everybody did the same thing. Please let me know when you're going to be there so that I know that it's you. These people are not fools. They they are familiar with how people will try to take advantage of where they live and park in their driveways and in front of their yards. And so if you are not Hilda, they will, they will f- call the police and, and your car will be towed. So Stevie B offered her the opportunity to park there. Uh, Pastor Dave Ferrari said that the Bridge Church parking lot would be available for her. And like I said, about a dozen residents all said, you can park in my driveway or in front of my house for $50 a day, uh, you know, for free and keep your $50 a day that you're offering. Uh, One gentleman even said, if you find a parking spot, maybe one day I could take you and your son for a cruise to see the bridges in my boat. I mean, people are just coming out of nowhere to offer these wonderful opportunities for somebody they don't even know. And so some of the residents, you know, were commenting about that. There was just as many people commenting about the outpouring of generosity as there were people offering up driveways. Uh, I just love the people in Onset. Don wrote, uh, this thread gives me back a little faith in humanity. Wendy wrote and um, Jan wrote, such kind people in Onset. And I know there are more elsewhere too, but it takes a situation like this to showcase it. In our stressful world, it's so refreshing to read this. And that's why I wanted to share that story with you because I think that it is important for all the negativity that we can talk about here on the air. It's important to put out the positive stories too. And so I hope that you will give that story a read. I hope you'll share it around and kind of spread some goodness into somebody else's day and give me a call with your stories of kind heartedness. We can still fight about a whole bunch of other things this morning. But I wouldn't mind hearing some stories of kind-heartedness at 508-996-0500. You could also uh, send us an app chat message on the WBSM app. You could also send us an open line message on the WBSM app as well. And, and, And I'm already, see, this is the negativity that I'm talking about. Always whining in New Bedford, send in an app chat message. Because I use the word respite. I'm sorry that my vocabulary is, is bigger than yours and that that somehow offends you and you have to write too much BBC, pal. Ima- imagine that person's life. Imagine what they must be like in person. I bet they wouldn't be offering up their driveway to somebody in need. Always whining in New Bedford. All right, if you want to call in. We'll take a break. We'll be back in a few moments. <coughs> Mmm. Mmm. 508-996-0500 or hit us up on App Chat on the WBSM app or send open line voicemail messages and uh, we can read those on the air. Uh, so, to, uh, to wait, what's today? Wednesday. Friday on the show, not only will we have uh, the regular segment that we do with New Bedford City Council President Linda Morad, who is bringing with her this week uh, Ward 3 Councilor Sean Oliver Not only will we have that conversation with them at 1030 on Friday, but at 11 o'clock on Friday, we're going to be joined by Donna Helper. She is a uh, media professor. She is a former disc jockey. She is somebody who is a historian of the local radio scene of the Massachusetts and, and New England radio scene. And she wrote a book called Boston Radio 1920 to 2010. And she's going to be joining us on Friday to talk about that, to talk about really some of the folks here locally that made a big impact in the early days of radio. She will talk with us about uh, Irving Vermilia, who was in Marion and started the first radio station, I think in the area, was in Marion. He started that and he then moved it to Mattapoise. He had the first. A radio station in New Bedford, I believe, uh, if I'm remembering right, from reading the book. and he was a very influential figure. We're going to talk about him. We're going to talk about Eunice Randall, who is a Mattpoisit native, who went on to be the first female radio announcer here in Massachusetts. So we'll talk about those folks and others. We'll talk about Colonel Ned Green, who was, of course, obsessed with radio from from everything that I've read and wanted you know, you know he knew what it would bring to the world. And so he had a radio tower built at Round Hill. I think you're all familiar with that. And he had a lot of um, radio experiments that were done up there. He would allow MIT to come and do different types of experiments up there. In fact, I've I've told this story before, but the Van de Graaff generators that are at the New England Museum of Science, or the Boston Museum of Science, the... uh, The Van de Graaff Generators are what does the lightning show. So when you go to the Museum of Science and you sit in that room, the lightning theater, and they have those two big round balls that shoot the lightning out and they go from one to the other and they make them dance and they make them go in time with the music and all that. Those Van de Graaff Generators were originally at Round Hill. They were doing experiments out there with electromagnetism. And that was done by MIT and others. And so those Van de Graaff generators, when they were moved from Round Hill, eventually made their way to the Museum of Science. And I think that that's pretty cool, a pretty cool local connection. They also brought in reports of UFOs because they were doing these experiments up there with electromagnetism. They were broadcasting radio signals out there. So there were a couple of different what we call flaps of UFO sightings over the years up there. Uh, The most recent major flap was uh, the 1967 flap, which I think started in 66 and ended in 68, but it's referred to as the 1967 UFO flap, and there was a lot of sightings around Massachusetts, Rhode Island, during during those years on a frequent basis. Now, that could... That could be anything. Could have been experimental aircraft that we were testing from some of our you know, easternmost air bases because you started doing it on the west coast it might come up on the radar a little bit more uh, during the Vietnam War. So by doing it on the opposite side of the country it might have made it easier to, to test some of that stuff out without alerting the enemy to it. But I do think There's also the possibility that conducting these types of experiments caused anomalous things to happen. Might have caused, you know, weird things to appear in the sky that aren't coming from another planet, but are just the after effects of some of this experimentation. I wasn't there. I can't speak to what people saw. I've only read the reports and seen the photos. So uh, there was a, a gentleman, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. I wish I could. Moniz would know, but he lived in Rhode Island and he collected photographs of these ships throughout the, the 1967 flap. And I've seen some of them and they're they're interesting. But as most of those photos from that era, they could also be a pie plate with a string. And you wouldn't necessarily be able to tell because of the technology of the time. But it's something that... Um, it's something that is at least tied into that story. So I wonder how many of these early radio stations that were here on the South Coast and throughout the area, I wonder how many of them had those types of stories associated with them. How many of them had these these strange lights in the sky that might have happened as a result of these broadcasts? Hmm. It's something to think about because in the 1920s, flying saucers weren't necessarily in the zeitgeist. That came after the 1947 uh, Kenneth Arnold sighting that made all the papers and the Roswell crash a few months later, so uh, a month later, a few weeks later. And so I think that that kind of brought that into the mainstream. But people reported seeing flying ships in the sky for a long time. They, 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 in the early 1900s, stories of dirigibles in the sky that were way too high for anyone to be able to fly and Even going back to colonial times, they reported seeing flying men and lights in the sky over the Charles River. So, eh, it does go back. Anyway, I I didn't mean to take it down a UFO path, but we will learn all about local radio history on Friday with Donna Halper. Let's go to the phones. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You were on WBSM.
0: Morning, Tim. How are you? Good. Good. So, I know... I think we could both agree on... Uh, well, it's, what I'm calling for is completely off-topic of today's discussion. But, sure. Um, I know the hot topic has been Tucker Carlson. hmm And uh, I want to know what you think of a 2024 ticket with Donald Trump and Tucker Carlson now that he's a free agent.
1: Um, I I think it's easy to think that when somebody... Uh, talks about this stuff all the time that they would make for a good candidate, but I don't I don't know if that's necessarily the the case all the time because the, all, a lot of the stuff that they're reading on the air, a lot of stuff they're doing is prepped by a team of producers. Uh, there's people who are putting together those stories. And and they're reading off a script. So basically they're doing what a president does. <laughs> they have somebody else yeah, who exactly. writes their, yeah, right, right. their speeches and then they just read it off a teleprompter. But no, I think that, you know, you think that naturally people who are broadcasters and, and reporters would fit into that. It's not always the case. Uh, I think in terms of popularity, it would certainly help. But I don't know that it's something that he would feel that he is prepared to do uh, just based on, on what his what – his, um, background is i mean some people can i mean uh you know yeah. uh, mike mike pence was a talk show host before he was a politician right. so i think it's it's possible that this can be oh before he was vice president anyway and, and governor so people can seem like they have all the tools to do it but just might not have the the final um you know uh the the, the real drive to, to do it
0: the drive yeah no i i you know i was thinking about it last night and um I says, you know, they, they, they might have not have fired him. You know what I mean? It, it, he, might have, he might have, you know, who knows? I don't know. Nobody knows what what, what really happened, though. That's the thing. It's like there's so many, uh, you know, opinions and theories and people are saying this and people are saying that. It's like, but, you know, I'm looking back at it and I'm saying, okay, maybe now that he's a free agent, maybe he'll, you know, buddy-buddy up with, with Donald Trump. I know people say, some people say that he hates Donald Trump, which I, I don't really feel that i mean after you know i, I used to watch his shows every now and again you know when i was eating dinner or something but uh you know i don't really think deep down he hates donald trump like you said he reads off of a script you know what i mean so yeah,
1: yeah but i don't know because so the text messages that he was sending out to people weren't from any script You know what he's saying on the what he's saying on the air could very well have been what you know the company line was to say about Donald Trump. Certainly, when Roger Ailes was alive, it was the company line to say about Donald Trump. But when you when you read those text messages, and you know, I got to think that that's what he really thinks, and that's what he's sending to people. And and I've got to think, you know, I know that Trump sat down and did the did the interview with Tucker Carlson, but I, I also think that he did that not because he thinks ah I don't care about what Tucker wrote. He's a good guy. He did it because Tucker was the number one show.
0: Right, and I, you know, and, and I think Tucker, uh, he has the pop. He definitely has the popularity behind him. You know what I mean? To to be able to, you know, like maybe possibly accept a vice president ticket if that was uh, if that was the case. You know what I mean? Like that would. I feel like that would that would be like the, you know, the. I can't really think of the word right now, but it's like that's that would be like the the final, you know. Draw that broke the camel's back on the on the for the Democrats. I mean, they would be like in, they would be in awe if that if that ended up happening. Well, you
1: know? so I also think we have this misconception because we talk about Tucker Carlson being the number one show on cable every night. We have this misconception that he is overwhelmingly popular with every conservative, and that's not the truth. You know, Fox yeah. News had the number one ratings, but the ratings aren't TV ratings aren't what they used to be. He wasn't the finale of Mash every single night. He was. Right the biggest fish in what is a small pond of people watching live television. So it, I don't think that it necessarily translates that the entire Republican Party would support him. Uh, first of all, we know some of the, the, the lawmakers wouldn't support him. Some of the people that would have to be on his side to get him you know, where he needs to be would be on his side. But also, I think a lot of people who are conservatives would look at some of the stuff that he pushed on the air and say, yeah, that's, that's too extreme for me. We make the assumption that every conservative must watch and love Tucker Carlson, but I don't think that that's true.
0: Yeah, I mean the same thing goes for Donald Trump. A lot of these, you know, conservatives they think that he's too extreme. You know what I mean? So it's like, at the same time, I, I don't know. I mean, it could, it, could, it might be a, hey, it might be a good ticket for 2024. You know, especially if since now you know Sleepy Joe's running again. I can't, I just, I can't even believe that he's even throwing his hat in the ring for that for another four years. I mean, no, I, I just, I, mean, don't, it, doesn't,
1: I, I it, it doesn't surprise me. I would think, I would think every incumbent president would would announce a run again.
0: Yeah, I mean, but when you have such such bad ratings, though, I mean, you you don't... I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, it's just, it, it blows my mind that a yeah, guy those, like that... Yeah, but would...
1: those don't mean anything. Those approval ratings don't mean anything. I mean, look at look at the 2016 election before it actually happened. Donald Trump had no chance of winning.
0: Oh, I know. Well, that's what I'm saying. It, it's like people, you know, he he did the unthinkable. People didn't think that he could have won a TV reality, you know, reality TV, uh, you know, uh face and um you know a, a billionaire and you know no nobody nobody would have thought that he would have won but guess what i mean that he, that's what the, that's what the people wanted and you know and when when Tucker Carlson went off the air you know say so he signed off the air and he was like okay i'm done you know i'm you know, i'm getting kicked out type of thing or whatever i don't know how they i don't know how he put it but no he didn't he didn't uh, he
1: didn't say anything he didn't even He's, come out he, and said said we'll, anything, right? he said we'll see you on monday cuz he was he technically wasn't fired then
0: Right, right. Well, what I'm saying, like, sign off the air is I mean, like, walking away from the job type of thing. But, um, you know, I don't even think people saw that coming. And it's like, you know, that sparked a lot of people's interest. Like, oh, my God, what happened? Why did he leave? You know what I mean? And um, I don't know. I I guess we'll, we'll hopefully we'll find out sooner or later. You know what I mean? Sooner than later. Why well, you why, why, why left?
1: You know, if if there, so there's there's a couple of things at play here. One, he you know there might be a non-disclosure that he agreed to. That means he can't talk about it. So that's right. why you haven't heard anything from him about what happened. And the other thing too is, and somebody brought this up in an app chat message last night. And he you know he probably has a no compete clause. Now, how long that no complete co- no compete clause could be, and whether or not it would be enforced because he was fired? you know some people negotiate that yes, I'll have a no compete clause if I leave, but if I'm fired, I want that to not be put into you know not to be enforced. Right. so it all depends on what his contract is. So if he has a no compete clause and he can't go and be in the media, maybe that's something that he is looking for uh, to be able to get out there and, and, and have a say. Maybe it's not necessarily running for vice president, but maybe it's you know being out there front and center in party politics somehow.
0: Yeah, I mean now, um, I think it was on—I don't know if it was on your show or on Barry's show—but I think I heard somebody say something about AOC. When she, I, think, I guess she chimed in or something when when she found out Taco was leaving.
1: Yeah, I heard. I heard a clip or, of it. I, I, forget, it I forget what she said exactly, but I heard. I heard a clip of it on. Uh, I think on Howie Show.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, she. I mean, not not for nothing, but a lot of these you know corrupt politicians—they have they instead of. Them being happy and you know cheerful that he left. Well, guess what? I mean, not, now they now they better start watching watching the their behinds. You know what I mean?
1: I, but I, I don't know. I don't I don't buy into this. Tucker Carlson is the beacon of integrity, and he he's just a dope that hosts a TV show.
0: Yeah, I know. You got, we, got, we got different opinions. You know what I mean? He's he's, he's not
1: some super genius, you know, uh, detective who's going to, you know, the same way Donald Trump didn't do any of the things that everybody thought he was going to do. This is the guy that's going to bring down the system. No, he's not. He's just oh, going to go serve on. himself for four years and then be part of the system.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, sir, well, serve himself, yeah, because, I mean, well, no. I mean, no, no, he... he I, I, we got to agree that he was for the people, though. You, got, you have to agree with that. No,
1: I don't agree He's with that at the all.
0: America, people first. I mean, no, he did. No, he okay, put his he put out. his
1: base ahead of people, and I don't even think he did that. He just said that he did.
0: Yeah, I, I can't agree with you on that one, Tim.
1: Well, I can't I mean, agree with you I'm, that Tucker Carlson would be a good vice presidential candidate, but I tried to.
0: <laughs> hey, you know, I, I I thought I'd throw it out there for the you know for the discussion this morning. You know sure, I mean? no, absolutely. I, I think it would be a I think it would be a great ticket. Donald Trump, Tucker Carlson against Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. I mean, come on.
1: I love it. You know why I love it? Because it guarantees four more years of Joe and Kamala. No.
0: (laughs) I'm just messing
1: messing with you, John. I'm just just trying to get you riled (laughs) up. That's all.
0: I'm riled up right now sitting in Boston Rush Hour traffic.
1: So you didn't even need me, see?
0: No, I don't even know. No, no.
1: All right. Well, you you have a good
0: day. Take it easy. Yeah, you too, man. See ya.
1: the the phone lines are lighting up like you guys know that i'm just I'm, i'm just going back and forth with john we're we're just you know busting on each other that's all you don't have to get worked up all right i do have to take a break though before we take those calls we'll be right back Welcome back in. Say, if you're looking for a good place to go have some lunch or dinner today, go check out Barrels and Boards because they've always got fantastic food on the menu. They've got fantastic specials, and they've got the marketplace right next door. So you can pop in and you can buy something to take home with you. And I've been telling you, since I went there a couple weeks ago, I can't stop thinking about how I want to go back and get myself a tomahawk steak. Now, you can go into the restaurant you can get one prepared for you. But if you are want to, if you want to save a little money, or if you want to try and do it yourself because you're like me and you like cooking different kinds of meat, you can get a tomahawk steak in the glass case in the marketplace, beautifully marbled meat for about twenty ninety nine a pound. I mean, you can't go wrong with that. Uh, they're about three three and a half pounds each, so you can save yourself some money on getting it in the restaurant. But also, you know, you can try and see if you can do it as well as Chef Manny. And the crew, probably not. But still, you can give it a try. And you can check out some of the other great meats that they have in there. Some of the seafood, gigantic shrimp, bigger than you've ever seen anywhere. New Bedford day scallops right there in, uh, in the glass case for you. Cheaper than they are in the supermarket. Really. They were like $2 a pound cheaper at Barrels and Boards than they were... Uh, when I went into the supermarket. So check it out. Go to BarrelsAndBoardsMA.com Barrels, the letter N, Boards, dot com, or go to the same thing on Facebook, BarrelsAndBoardsMA and and you can see some of their great specials right there on their Facebook page. Let's go back to the phones. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Hello.
2: Hello. How you doing? Good. How are you? Not bad. I love that call uh, with John.
1: Yeah, John's always Uh, great.
2: Yeah, you know, what I liked most of all was that even though that you know you didn't he didn't agree with you on certain things, it was just hey you know I just don't I can't I just can't agree with you on that one, Jim. You know, yep. not you know that crazy you know ultra conservative attitude like you know it's you got to be wrong, the whole world's wrong, uh, you know it, uh, because uh, you know you know you not leaning the conservative way, but I haven't said all that, uh, Jim. I. I why would it, what is this big deal with this Tucker Carlson thing? I mean, it's like Jesus Christ. Was he, yeah, he was. He had a good platform. Um, people liked him, but he's just another person. They'll they'll put another person in there too. You know that other people will like this as much, right? I mean, the same thing happened that, with Bill but... O'Reilly, where they said, "Oh, how are they exactly. ever going to recover
1: from getting Bill O'Reilly? Getting rid of him, they just put somebody else in that spot." Yeah. I don't, I don't think it's necessarily about who the person is that's in that spot. I think it's about the people who want to watch that network, and so you know they've got enough people that want to watch it that whoever they put in there will just be crowned the new you know king of uh, of primetime news talk. Exactly.
2: Exactly. Or queen, uh, depending uh, on know, who
1: they choose. You know,
2: it's, it's the funny thing is that. Um, that about a couple hours before that all broke, I was talking to uh, some people at work, and I said, you know, I'm surprised they haven't, you know, fired a few big shots at Fox, seeing that they lost that big lawsuit with Dominion, right? Yeah. Oh, no, they'll never, you know, who's going to touch Hannity, who's going to touch this? Within two hours, he said, you must have got inside. It. And all I said, just thought about it. I said, usually when things like that happen somebody pays i don't care if it's in the government you know if if uh the state police if there's there's corruption in the state police guess who gets fired you know some top blue turtle or you know heads roll that's just the way it goes mm-hmm. you know um but uh, you know they need they uh, fox has been declining and uh you know they're looking to shake it up and you know probably start over i guess
1: yeah, I mean, I, I think that I think you're going to see a lot of that happening anyway. You're going to see a lot of shuffling around, and you know, just because after a while things get stale. Like even even if it's doing well, it still can feel like you need to do a little bit of something to inject some energy into things. So I'm sure there'll be a lot of that coming. I, I again, you know, I thought Hannity would have been the guy to go just because of how closer he was to the situation, how how much more he was pushing the the the, the idea of the big lie, and how much also, you know, like you could say, hey. Like we know from all of this stuff going on, you were directly texting the president. And that, that doesn't really show, you know, any kind of impartiality or objectivity in reporting. So maybe that's not a good thing. I mean, maybe it's also, it's you know, it's a great thing when you only want somebody to be solely commentary to have a direct line into the president. That's, that's pretty awesome. But at the same time, you know, it could have appearances of being improper if people are looking to you to be an impartial source of information. Yeah, yeah,
2: absolutely so. right.
1: All right. Have a good day. You as well. Uh, We're going to take our final break of the hour and be back in a few. All right. We are just about out of time for this hour. When we come back in the next hour, more with you at 508-996-0500. You can also send us app chat messages on the WBSM app. You can also send us open line voicemails on the WBSM app that we can play on the show. And you can also enter to win on the WBSM app or at wbsm.com tickets to see willie nelson we'll announce our winner coming up soon on the program as well we'll have a a winner every day this week and uh, we'll draw today's winner coming up soon Uh, and of course later on we will have new bedford mayor john mitchell joining us in the 11 o'clock hour for midweek with the mayor he's also going to be on south coast tonight this evening so as you know you know here on midweek with the mayor we talk about a few different topics we take your